Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I wanted to share with you guys what happened on Sunday of my author life. Um, We talked earlier about Saturday and the book signing and going to festivals, and I really hope I encouraged some listeners out there, hopefully all of you, but at least one person to go out and just go after this author life with a passion and, and go find places to go. So yesterday, I had the whole day in front of me. I was super exhausted, but I still had goals that I had to meet for my writing life. Um, After church yesterday, I decided just to go straight to the grocery store with the kids. That way, even without a list, y'all, I usually am like an extreme budget planner because of my teacher salary and I'm like seriously looking at the best grocery stores all this I just went to the most convenient place food line across the street I actually was just buying whatever we saw we made a list up as we went ended up still getting around the same amount of what we purchased Um, I didn't go overly crazy but I was just ready to get it done and after the day we had had on Saturday um I really didn't want to have to even think through a lot of extra things on Sunday. So at least I got it checked off the box. So groceries were done. And when I got home, I went right away into Sweet Potato Jones. Because Sweet Potato was due on the 15th. Well, like you guys know, I've been keeping you guys informed of what's been happening. If you're just catching the podcast for the first time, I am what people call a hybrid. Um not a car, but a hybrid author, where I have a book that is going to be published from a traditional publishing company, and I also self-publish my own work. Um, Most of the things that I do talk to you guys about are my self-published materials and lessons learned, but every time that something happens with the publishing company, I'm always on trying to give you guys um, the next steps and, and what's happening in my career. So I had a deadline of October the 15th that the final edits for Sweet Potato had to be turned in, and then it goes into the proofreading stage. So imagine last January. This is how long this process has taken in the publishing world. Last January, I was asked um, to send my 50 pages. Then I was asked to send my whole manuscript. And then if we look back going maybe to March, I was asked for the contract, 
that's kind of like when I started the podcast. Um, and it was after the contract was made. And so it's been that long for me to get to this step. I had an editorial lag, um, not on any fault of my own. It just took longer than expected. So my publishing company changed the date. I found that this is very common in the industry. I thought that Sweet Potato was going to be published in 2019, September, in fact. Um, Even before that, I thought it was going to be coming out in the spring because of what was placed on Goodreads by the publishing company to actually put a date. Um, Then that didn't work out. Then September came, and they said they didn't meet their deadlines for that one. And so, okay, well, um, I'm just waiting on the manuscripts to go through sensitivity reads at this point. Uh, Because my characters are African-American characters, they had to go through a very detailed sensitivity read process, which I am very, very thankful that publishing companies take that work seriously. Um, So that was done. And then the next edits were sent to me for me to make any adjustments that needed to be made after all of the um, reviews. So now I turned it in yesterday. I was pretty much at the end. I wanted to read back through dialogue again. So I actually did the read aloud technique where I read Sweet Potato out loud, catching the the pieces of dialogue to make sure that it was contraction filled because I do have a problem. I'm admitting my problem. I'm hoping that by me admitting that I have a contraction issue that it will be resolved in my next books. Um, I'm still finding it in a magical Christmas wedding because as soon as I finished with Sweet Potato Jones and I emailed it off to the publicist, to the assistant, to the publisher, um, once she received it, there was nothing else I could do with Sweet Potato. I had done due diligence on that work. So then I just switched on over into a magical Christmas wedding and started reviewing it again and editing it. Sure enough, I've got the contraction issue. So instead of saying, you know, I'm, I'm writing I am. I'm like, why am I doing this so frequently? I talked to another author friend of mine about it. She said she does the same thing and then she catches herself in edits. So I'm hoping that the more that I do this work, the better and cleaner it's going to be, the better I'm going to focus in on some of these snag areas and work on that. Um, And so, um, just was going through sweet potato one more time yesterday cleaning up anything else that i saw taking out that taking out just um extraneous words um and then i got it down to ninety-one thousand like 400 words so sweet potato is my longest book yet um we'll see what happens with this proofreading stage supposedly this is the last stage Um, where they're going to go through it again. Um, It's really difficult with track changes, I'm going to be honest with you guys, because of all of the strike-throughs and the markings. I'm hoping that I caught everything. Excuse me. And then I had to yawn. Man, it's been a long day. And then after um, submitting that, when I was in a magical Christmas wedding, time just snuck up on me. And I'm thankful Solomon cooked yesterday. We made chicken wings. And then after he cooked, I went straight into my Facebook live video. 
And so if you guys didn't get a chance to check that out, if you do not follow me on Facebook, I would love it if you would go and find me wherever I am on social media. So if you could type in um, Jen Lowry Writes, go ahead and find me. You can look for me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on um, Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and um, subscribe to my channels, like my channels, so that way when I'm going live, you'll get a notification hopefully, and it will allow you to follow and check and you know use my work as a model, and then you'll be able to critique that work. You'll be able to say, wow, Jennifer, you should have done it this way, that way. You guys are going to know that I am unscripted in all that I do, so if you're expecting to see a polished scripted YouTube video or cuts on Facebook Live or any of those fancy things, then you're looking for the wrong place. So that's not the model to look at. What I mean is that if you're just looking to see what other authors are out there doing and live in the social media world, um, I was making sure that yesterday at 8 o'clock I was on Facebook Live. I built an event to celebrate the debut, the, the opening of Bridges. And so Bridges released yesterday, and I was so happy to be able to share, like, the behind-the-scenes of the book, like, just some little tidbits about the book. I tried to do it without giving a lot of things away. Um, my aunt was there on the party with me. That meant the world to me. I had friends on the party with me. Um, it has received a few views, and you've got to understand, when you do a live video like that, it sticks around. It stays with you. And so people, if they can't catch you on the live, they can catch you later. So I did the live from 8 to 9, and as soon as it was over, it processed and was placed up there. Always make sure that you go back in and look at your comments. Um, just in case you need to moderate any comments, but also that you respond to people. That instead of disheartening them, actually say like a thanks for coming. I always reach back out to the people. I had people messaging me last night asking about where to find the live because I had placed it up on my Twitter. So, you know, always getting that ready. It's good to pin it to the very top of your page for a while until you make your next live. That way it will keep it in the forefront and in the minds of people. So I suggest that you do that. So if somebody does follow on your page, that's going to be your most current live that they will see. So it's almost like a pinned tweet. You can do a pinned Facebook live post and have it up on the top of your, um, your work. So I know that I still have a lot of promotion that I need to do. Um, I am just extremely, extremely busy. I did make a new flyer last night. Um, just a really quick Bridges is now live. And then I forgot to share it out everywhere. But I built it on Canva and then just didn't go to the next steps. It's funny how I'll get distracted. And then I won't follow through with the next part. Well, now I do have a live, um, you know, release now. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Woo. I do have a released um flyer that I can shoot out to Instagram and everything today. So it's made. So it's not like it's going anywhere. It's on my Canva and all I have to do is screenshot it or download it as a saved image and then I can share it around everywhere with my links. Um, I already did my links because I did them on my Facebook Live. So that's going to be easy. I'm just going to copy that, that description 
take those details and then paste it in. So that's going to be super easy to do. Um, I just have to have the time to do it. And I've picked up a new book to read. I'm still reading the, um, the a book that a student recommended. I'm in chapter eight of that book and I'm reading it in front of her and then commenting with her about things that stand out to me. Um, I think that that is helping to build our reader identity in the room to hear that her voice matters because today she actually raised her hand and she read. She read a section of The Confession by Guy de Maupassant, which is what we are reading in school. One of my favorite short stories of all times, if you have not read it. So as you can see, I'm reading three books, well, two books, short stories for work, and I'm also editing my own work. So I constantly have something going on. There is never a way that I could imagine my life to be void of a book, of a Bible verse, of getting into the Word, of sharing the gospel and having, you know, journals and books in my hand at the same time and, and a typewriter, not a typewriter, but I called it a word processor the other day and one was like, what's that? I'm like Microsoft Word. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I can't imagine my life without these things. So I always have them surrounding me and all that I do. So yesterday I did make some progress. I'm really pleased that I got sweet potatoes sent off. Um, two days prior to its deadline and I've already received confirmation back from the assistant saying that they did receive the edited manuscript and now I'm just having to wait again and so I know it will go through more close reads um, there'll be more cleanups before it goes into that copy edit stage so now we're doing the proofreading stage I'm hoping that this is pretty much it for any kind of changes that could could be coming my way um, I feel really, um, really good about what the final product looks like at this point. I know that if you love contemporary fiction, um, you're going to love this book. If you love Christian fiction, I think you're going to love this book. I can't wait for readers to meet Sweet Potatoes family. She was the sister that started it all. And so when I say I have brothers and sisters on shelves, what I do in my classroom is also um, reflective of this. If you're in my class as a freshman, then you're going to be my student for the next four years. As far as I'm your advisor, I'm always looking out for you. I'm always here to help you and cheer you on and hook you up with resources that you might need for internships or colleges and all of that. So once you're my student, you stay my student. Well, then when they become 10th graders, they've got younger brothers and sisters. <laughs> and so when they come into the room to give me a hug or check on me or want to come and eat lunch, I had to kick a kid out today because the kids were taking a test. And I'm like, you know, tell your brothers and sisters, hey. And they all look at me like I'm a little weird until they really understand that this is like a family to me. And it's the same way with my books. And so my books have brothers and sisters. And Sweet Potato is the sister that actually started it all. And what better book than to be the one that one that my mom read and she had an opportunity to share in Sweet Potatoes World um, before she passed away. So I just think it's very fitting that she's the one that kind of started my journey. And I always give props for Sweet Potato because without Sweet Potato, I wouldn't have had the confidence. I would not have taken risk and I would not have found my voice and to be able to use it today like I do to spread the word for the Lord and to help people. This just would have never happened in my life. Um, and now looking back, I just can't imagine my life without this work. 
Um, I do feel called to do this work. This is a calling, writing. This writing life is not just for money. It's not just for fame. I don't have any of that yet. But what I do have is a treasured collection of writer friends, um, fans. You guys are listening to me, followers. I have so much support. Um, and I just thank the Holy Spirit for all of those open doors and to continue to pray for more, for more open doors um, and blessings to come our way. So, yes, this is a tired life. I will tell you, Saturday completely wiped me out. Physically, emotionally, I was so drained. And yesterday was not a recharge day, even though I did have my church service and worship service. Um, and it was a wonderful service. Don't get me wrong, you know, but I still left knowing that I had so many things to accomplish, like getting sweet potato back. Still working on my book, A Magical Christmas Wedding, because November 5th is coming up. And so I still had things that I had to take care of. So it was all weighing on me. But now that I've got sweet potato off my shoulders, um, that's one less checkoff sheet right now. It can give me that break. Um, and now I can start reading Kate Camillo's work again. Um, I wanted to reimmerse myself into her worlds um, to prepare myself for November the 6th which is fast approaching. Tomorrow, I'm at a new event, which I am so blessed to have an opportunity to speak about my journey um, at a university where I started um, my four-year degree. Well, I actually got it three years, but my undergraduate degree um, at UNC Pembroke. So I'm actually going to be going back home tomorrow again, and I'm going to be sharing um, my writing, my journey, my story, taking my books with me to share with people and I will be in the library so this will be my first library event and to say that I am honored is not even closer to the words that I can find to describe it I'm very humbled and just very thankful that the Lord opened that door for me and that I'm able just to reach out and, and talk with people about what I do and how I got to this point. And I hope that there's one person in that audience that listens to my story and they can say, okay, she's from Maxton. She's this, she's that. That does not define that what she can do with her work, with her life. And, you know, when they hear that story, I want to talk about my upbringing. I want to talk about, you know, what people would call out as obstacles what students today oftentimes call out as obstacles and I say those are not obstacles those are not brick walls it's just part of who you are you know because my parents you know were both dropouts in high school my mom dropped out in ninth my dad dropped out in 11th just because I did not have that college understanding and that voice and, and where to go and what to do and understanding the ins and outs doesn't mean that my parents didn't push me and love me and support my educational pursuits and do what they could in the way that they knew how. So, you know, just hearing some of the negative energy that can come around, and I won't call them excuses. Um, I want to break those excuses. I want to break those stereotypes. And I want to tell people, go after what you go after, what you need. Go after who you are. Be who you are. Speak. Share your voice don't hold anything back and so I can't wait to be able to be in front of a crowd tomorrow and be able to do that very thing and even if that crowd is a crowd of one I'm going to speak as if it is a crowd of 10,000 and I told you that long ago if you guys 
those of you who have been faithful with me from the very beginning of the podcast, I actually did a special about that. And I talked about speaking to the 10,000. So that way you're not discouraged if only one person shows up. Because you never know what you can do in that life of that one person to where then they can reach out to more people, to more people. And before long, you have touched in your own way, even though if it's in an implicit way, even if it's not you up front, you could touch 10,000 people. Or you never know how that can travel on social media and in families. So 10,000 can turn into 20,000, can turn into 100,000. So you speak to that one person as if you are speaking to 10,000. And that's exactly how I look at these events. It's, it's not just about, you know, what can my number be? It can be who can, you know, who can I really reach today and share the message? Um, and so I'm really looking forward to that event. I'm going to get to spend some time with my family too. So I'm excited about that. Um, so maybe tomorrow, even though it's going to be busy and driving, it still could be a recharge day. Um, in fact, we're going to celebrate tonight. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to learn how to take care of yourself. And I'm serious about this. You have to take care of yourself and you have to have celebrations and you have to spend time and you have to do things you love. So if you guys don't know this about me, you're about to learn something. One, I love horror. Um, Two, I love superheroes. And since I was a young girl, I want to say 12 or 13, I'd love to see the date. I could go and Google it, but I'm on my phone right now. Of the first Batman movie that came out with Michael Keaton, I was there. My mom actually got me a shirt. She got me a, one of those, um, art spray painted shirts that people could make in malls. She got me one, a Batman shirt. I still own that Batman shirt. I wish that I would have had it with me that I could have, um, taken it with me to the movies tonight, but I have never missed a Batman movie in the movie theaters. Um, I've never missed a Spider-Man movie until this last Spider-Man movie. Um, I've seen all the Supermans. So, um, I love the X-Men. So, I'm all about the Batman world, the Gotham City world. And I will tell you guys that seeing this Joker movie tonight, I cannot wait. You just do not know how excited I am to be able to go to see the Joker. And... I loved Heath Ledger in Joker. Um, I cannot wait to see what they've done and how they've worked this angle and what they're doing new. I have not had any spoiler alerts. So you guys don't email me about a spoiler alert. Um, I don't think I can handle it. I won't email, I won't click on any messages because I really want to experience the Joker with my boys and, um, my stepson, my boy, he's going with us too, and my husband. So we're having um, Joker adventure today, and I'm super excited about that. Um, I will say that that is, to me, something that we've been looking forward to since we saw the the actual um, the movie trailer for that. And so we're celebrating. And so you say, what are we celebrating again? I'm going to remind you, if you didn't listen to the podcast about what I learned at my book event, I'm celebrating that I just had a successful book signing and that I was actually there and I made it through 
uh, made great connections with people. I'm celebrating that I sent Sweet Potato Jones out into the world again. That is a huge milestone for me. Hopefully it has made this next hoop and we are gonna go through the next process. I'm very positive about it. I'm very upbeat about Sweet Potato. As tired as I am right now, you might not be able to hear it in my voice, but I just am so in love with Sweet Potato Jones and I cannot wait for it to do its thing into the world. I'm praying that my publishing company um, pushes out those rights for movies, for audio. Um, I'm hoping that that is gonna happen, so please pray for that. Um, I see Sweet Potato as being um, a Netflix movie or a Pure Flix movie. Um, I'm hoping and praying that someone reads it. Um, a screenwriter goes, this is the movie, we can pitch this. I know people that would love this. Um, not only do I want the Raptor Revolution and Lyric to be a part of that and Bridges, um, of course I do. I want that for my books, but I really want that for Sweet Potato and Queen Latifah is my Mrs. Sunshine Patterson. So um, I got to go ahead and call it like it is. And I just can't wait to um, see what the Lord is going to do with that book because I know that God can. Like, I know, I have the faith that God can take sweet potato where it's meant to be. Um, and I'm praying it could be that. And if God answers that prayer, then I'll remember this podcast where I've spoke those things out loud. And we can celebrate again by going to another movie. And it wouldn't be the Joker. It would be Sweet Potato Jones. Um, so I will say that it's time to celebrate. Um, we have to take care of ourselves. And if I don't, then I'm going to completely wear myself down to where I can't edit anymore. Yesterday, after I completed Sweet Potato, I got to the point where I got into a magical Christmas wedding. And I think I was so emotionally charged because Sweet Potato has some very, very heavy scenes in it. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know that. And I was all sucked in emotionally and it was so draining and I was so involved in it. Then when I finished it, I went, tried to go into a magical Christmas wedding. I was falling asleep. I was so mentally drained from that kind of intensive edit that I fell asleep for like three hours. Like I was out. And if my stepdaughter wouldn't have walked in the room and started talking right at us, I probably would have continued to stay asleep on the couch. I probably would not have woken up. Uh, probably until the kids coming down saying, when is supper ready? <laughs> like Sam will do. But I'm telling you, I, I got to the point where I had just was tired, man. It's tiring. Sometimes I'm just like, man, I got to catch up. And then, oh, I've got to sneeze. Hey, <laughs> sneezing and yawning all through this podcast. You guys are getting it all. But, you know, I get to the point sometimes where I say, okay, I still have to fight through this because I have goals, because I have deadlines, I have priorities, I need to rework and rearrange, and I'm always going after it and seeing how much I can do. Um, you would think that with the job that I have, that I would be able to even have a lunch period, and maybe in that lunch period, I would be able to do something, something quick like a promotion or maybe I could do a blog or maybe I could guys I don't get a lunch and I'm telling you ask the teachers that you know how many times do they get lunch in a year and they're probably gonna die laughing at you they're gonna say lunch and then you're gonna say wait a minute don't people in the industry get a lunch like think about my husband 
like my husband works for a corporation and they have a fancy cafeteria and they have a lunch time and they can do what they want during their lunch it's their time and that, that lunch is protected lunch we don't have that in the school system we always have things going on we always have people we're helping students that we're helping it's like it's a never-ending day with 10,000 or more decisions if you don't believe that there's research out there now that is circulating about how many decisions a teacher makes in a day and so along with all of that decision making that I have to make not only for my own class but while I'm working with all of the other teachers and staff members with my literacy coach job, I'm also very introverted. So being around um, people all day long also is a tiring thing for me. So I'm exhausted at the end of the day. Um, Friday, I had to go and do a, um, the football game. So I actually had an event that I had to go to on Friday. So we had Friday, Saturday. Um, Sunday was super busy. And today we're doing the celebration for the movie night, for family night, and then we're going to have, um, tomorrow we're going to be going away. I mean, it's just like such a busy life I lead, and I am so thankful for every second of it. And even though I'm tired, I'm joyful, and I'm happy, and I'm praising God for the tired, and thanking Him for sustaining me, you know, day by day hour by hour, minute by minute, for, for sustaining me financially month by month, even though we're still living month by month on the paycheck. When I got the notification today that I'd received a new sponsor on the playlist on um, the podcast, so I'm like, okay, I've got someone who values the work that I do on the podcast, and they want to give back, and they want to help support me and what I'm doing in my efforts. And then that means the world to me, guys. It's like, you guys just don't know, because every little bit that I do get goes right back into the business to learn and to grow and to continue to go after my own dreams. So if you find the content valuable, you know, like it share it out in your writing community and if you feel the need if the lord leads you to you know to give monetary donations there's the monthly subscriber um mark and my patreon has set dry since i opened it up but i'm praying that the more that i do this work the more people um will move over to patreon and become patreon supporters too and that i can build that part up um, because these are like the ways that authors can learn to support themselves. So, you know, guys, I'm doing the best that I can with what the Lord has given me at the moment. And I'm hoping that in the future, all of this work is going to turn to me becoming a full-time author, traveling on the road. Um, there's so many things that in this life that I could do. You know, not only to encourage people, but to help people and, and really help them get on their path. And so I know that the Lord has called me for this work, but he's taking me through it slow. Just like everything else in my life, he's taking me through it step by step so I can feel each moment, so I can remember each moment. So when the day comes for elevation, I know who got me there. It is the Lord. Sometimes, you know, when I look at people and they have that overnight stardom or that overnight success like they push they published a book and then the next week it's a new york times bestseller and it goes so fast and everything starts spiraling 
the Lord knows me and the Lord knows what I can handle. And I'm like, Lord, yes, I do want all of that life. I do. Do not get me wrong. But God knows my speed and God is just slowly taking me there. But I do believe that he is setting me up to serve him in a mighty way or I don't believe that he would have called me into ministry. He would not have called me to go back to school to get my doctorate degree. He wouldn't have put the people into my path that have aligned with me to help support my work. Um, and so I just know it's coming. And so in the meantime, while I wait on the Lord and then I'm patient and I'm checking everything every day to see, you know, what my stats are and, and what's happening in my author world and I'm continuing to put out consistent content just out there trying to serve you guys you know I'm still in that prayer even though I'm tired and even though I have a lot going on I'm still in that prayer of thankfulness um, thanking God for giving me these platforms and giving me you because you guys are truly not only my accountability partners my writing friends you guys are amazing and you are an instrumental part of me pushing through when I'm tired to know that I'm doing this for readers, but I'm also doing it for the writing community. So that way I can give back in some way. So just thank you for always being there for me. Even my silent partners out there who are silent and, and don't always email or, or message me or find me on other social media platforms, which you found me on the podcast. Just thank you. Just thank you for everything. And um, I hope you guys know that I pray for all of you every day. And I hope that you're praying for me too. That the Lord will continue to sustain, to keep us, to give us the words that we need. So that we can share them out and encourage others for Jesus. And we say these prayers in Jesus' name. Alright guys, I'll talk with you guys later. And uh, I'll let you know about the Joker later on today. but um, Or I'll tell you guys tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what I can do as far as um, as a review. I'm, I don't want to do a spoiler alert. I'm just going to either give you a screaming, I told you so, this is amazing. Or, uh, it was okay. I like this one better. Maybe that's all the kind of review I'll give. Let you guys see for yourself. I know that I talked with two teachers today that they tried to find me because they heard I was going to the Joker. And their response was, okay now, um... I can't get it out of my head and won't leave me and it's dark and it's twisted so that means you're gonna like it and I'm like they were like I don't know how to peg you was hilarious and I'm like what do you mean she's like you're all about your faith your faith is so in front of you I see your faith on you and then you're ready to go see the Joker I'm like yes I am (laughs) and I like corn too do we need to have that discussion on how I can listen to corn and then also listen to gospel music at the same time Um, and they started laughing I'm like hey I am who I am, and um, the Lord loves me for it. So, with all of my crazy taste and uh, quirkiness, um, I'm just out here, you know, living the life. And uh, I challenge you guys to take care of yourself and do the same. All right, guys, have a blessed one. Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon.
So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.